Hey, hey, come catch this wave with the fix squad. The fix is in. I'm Mr. Soul. I'm tuning in. What you doing? Got him. Look, real hip hop revealed that a fix. Pure, you can fill it in the mix. Finally, stop pushing the culture forward. This is it. Proceed at your own risk. Got him. Beach balls of life, giving them truth in it. Screaming revolution when only a few minutes. My sentiments is acting everything that we do clutch. Another reason to turn the volume up. Shit, know what we said, dawn. Solid ground when we land. Say it's no use, the culture was out of hand. But now that I reach, we gotta stick to the plan. Dark days with the sunshine. Any good news, I'm proof that it's living. Yeah, revolving the art, the shock, oh, with it, keeping the beats on the block, don't miss it. Welcome to the city, stand up. James left, but the king still reigns here. No tears, no love lost, no rain here. Delivers, I promise, Santa rain here. Love, love for the city still resides here. Fix for your ailment, faith that resides outside the lines. Detox your mind, cause it matters. Art, art outside the box, we paint better. The fix is in, and we rock a channel. We rock with them for what's deep within. Expose those who talk but don't live. Expose those who talk but don't live. Take offense, take offense. Judge by the fruit from the tree. But if the fruit tastes like the streets, and money is the fruit that they speak, so tell me whose face do they see? Repeat. Take offense, take offense. Judge by the fruit from the tree. But if the fruit tastes like the streets, and money is the fruit that they seek, so tell me whose face do they seek? Yes, sir. You're now tuned into The Fix, your source for faith-infused hip-hop, R&B, and poetry, right here on Sirius XM Channel 154, Holy Culture Radio. It's your boy, DJ Focus, checking in. And it's your girl, Dice Gamble, checking in. Good morning, everybody. Thank you for hanging out with us so early in the morning, as Focus says. Into morning. Early into morning. <laughs> into morning. Early. Thank you for waking up with us. Yes, thank you. Yeah, absolutely. This is the day that the Lord has made. We mm-hmm. will rejoice and be glad in it. You know, I know y'all be like, why he always said it? Because I need, you need y'all to get in a better spirit. Mm-hmm. I know y'all be getting all the sleep out your eye. You know, you're brushing your teeth right now. I get it. But get in the mode to get ready to go out and be great today, kings and queens. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, we just try to hype y'all up. Wake up, wake up with us early in the morning. Know that God woke you up. He still got a plan and a mm-hmm. call for your life. Mm-hmm. So I need you to get up and be great today, kings and queens. Remember, you're an ambassador for Christ. So remember, you got that cross, whether it's on the left or the right, don't matter where you want to put it. You got to carry that cross every day. Carry that cross. Yeah, like your Lord and Savior did. Yeah, I, I promise you, <laughs> He carried that cross for us, and I'm, I'm so grateful. I, listen, I can't wait to get to heaven. I promise. Come on you. now. Yeah. I, I really, I really, I, I told my wife, I said, I'm really excited. excited. I know. Yes, right? absolutely. I want to live as long as you want me to live, Lord. And I, I ain't saying take me early. Right, I'm just right, saying, right. make sure it's in your will. You took me when you were supposed to take me. Right, I'm right. just saying. And I'm going to do everything I, I can do in the natural to make sure I, I, I last as long as possible. Let's be very clear. <laughs> but yes, I am looking forward to, like, I want to see some of the disciples. I want to see you my see grandma him? and them. Yeah. I want to see what it's like. I want to see heaven. I know it's like oh, a. Lord. They they use the rainbow for the wrong reason, but I believe it's gonna be every color, it's, it's our every, rainbow. everything up there. I just it's our, I, you know, it's our come, rainbow. What do we? Yeah, I know, about? I know, but yeah. it's still June, so you know we gotta, you know, <laughs> the, the elephant in the room. We it's know okay, that. But the, I think the elephant in the room is it's everybody's rainbow. And if y'all keep playing games with me, I'm gonna make a song about it. It's everybody's rainbow. So oh, ain't nobody out here making no rainbow but God. So we all should be hailing. This should be 30 days of, of us praising the Lord if we want to get get into it. But anyways, 
Yeah, that's good. Yeah, we we, we gonna we gonna get into it because we we understand what it is. We understand that a lot of people are celebrating Pride Month this month. Um, God bless them. Yeah, we we praying for y'all. We don't God agree with you, but we're not. You know, once again, we're not discriminating against you, and mm-hmm. we're not disrespectful to you. We're not yeah. looking to run up on you and fight yeah. and all this stuff. No, no, no. That's yeah. not what we're into. That's mm-hmm. not God's love. But we do yeah. agree from a biblical standpoint that what you're choosing to do we just feel like it's sinful nature and anything that's a sinful nature is wrong no different than like i keep telling people i am continuing to address my gluttony issue so that's why i share my my real so don't, don't think when i mm. say things that i'm not holding myself accountable to as well so absolutely i fall short some days uh, but I get back up and I'm going to keep striving, but I would never tell nobody it's okay to be overweight. It's okay what? to be obese. No, that's not, that's not what you should do. What is that? You like sweets, but you don't like them all the time. But when you like them, you eat them till you don't feel good. And then you don't eat them no more. Who, who <laughs> do that? I do no. that. Oh, you do I, that? I, I don't like sweets. Let me just be honest. I love cake, but I don't eat cake every day. Oh. It has to be like, it has to be like, it's only a, and here's the, y'all just DM me or, or put it below a post. This is a side note. I don't even know how we segued all the way over here, but I like sweets and then I'll eat them till I'm tired. And then I don't even want to see them ever again in my life. And I don't know what that is, I don't but it, that's, cause that's I ain't got that. I wish I had that. Cause I ain't got, got that. that. No, I ain't got that. No, I like them. I like, yeah. If I, if I could, if I could have uh, a 12 pack abs and, and, and buff decks, uh, uh, biceps, <laughs> Reese cups, Skittles, gummy bears, listen. cake, cookies Ooh. in the pot. Listen, I, I, I would be going to the store every other day asking no, my wife I'm to glad you a, say a peach cobbler, a peach I cobbler, a peach cobbler. A, every day. You know what I'm saying? No, yeah, every day. Yeah, if I could eat it, I would know. I probably would eat sweets more than I would eat real food. That's how much <laughs> I, I enjoy sweets. Yeah, so no, I I don't have those issues you have. No. <laughs> Once again, you're tuned into The Fix. And of course, our mission is to expose the culture to positive but relevant music. That keeps Jesus Christ at the center of the message. Y'all see, we crazy this morning. Pray for us. We trying to just get y'all up Wednesday morning. Listen, we got an exclusive spiritual detox today. When I tell y'all, we we going to get a, a, a super young soldier for Christ on the mm-hmm. line. Um, he is a professional football player. He plays for the Cleveland Browns. Shouts out to my brownies. Uh, he is the wide receiver for the Cleveland Browns. We're going to get Daylon Baldwin on. And uh, I promise you, I don't think y'all ready for this faith journey. Um, the man is sold out for Jesus. And he's in um, the business of letting everybody know um, that I'm sold out. I had to be in church like uh, no, they, 30, 30 They don't know about Hezekiah Walker. No, we, we got issues. We got some issues now. Got to clap quick. Got to clap quick. No, uh, day. I really, I'm excited about this interview. I'll just leave it like that. Yeah, I'll leave it like that. And y'all stay out of his DMs. Let the man just love Jesus and play ball. Like, let please, him just please, please, please leave that man alone. <laughs> please, please leave him alone. Leave him alone. <laughs> oh, it's because you're talking about DMs. It's only right. We might as well hop into a conversation for the real talk, then. Okay. We're gonna talk about uh, you know, these people in these DMs with these uh only fan pages and all this stuff. I don't know what's going on. Dice why OnlyFans is just taking over the world and all this. Uh, yeah, it's just a lot. I got, a, I got an OnlyFans page. We talked about this. Ain't oh no naked goodness. pictures on it though. Oh Ain't goodness. no naked. If you go over there, you see like crosses and Jesus and salvation prayers. And I did it on purpose. You probably in, you probably yeah. in the one percent of what's on. <laughs> I'm, I, and I ain't been there. Let's be very clear. Nope, focus ain't been there, and I ain't going. 
So I ain't and listen. So if y'all on OnlyFans and y'all still sending, go to Dice page and let me know if she's sending. So I know how to. I'm not uh, sending. Yeah, pull it, pull it to the side. I just I'm, said I, 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 I couldn't even fact check it because I ain't even I mean, going there. I ain't going there. Check it. They'll be like, oh lord, she got on all her clothes. Oh my goodness, get off the get off the platform. <laughs> Please get off the platform. <laughs> yeah, so we're going to talk about it. OnlyFans um, page. We're going to talk about it. We got Dalen Baldwin. Listen, we got a ton of new music. Yeah. Let's get into it. We got, uh, yes, new Derek Minor on the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, new No Big Deal on the way. Featuring John Key. Featuring 1K Few. Listen, we got a little bit of everything going. We got Angie Rose on the way, too, as well. But right now, come on, let's get up. Uh, let's go with, uh, yeah, let's let's go ahead and go with a little bit of that uh, Scooty Wop. Scooty uh, Wop? with that crosswalk keep it locked you're tuning into the fix and the fix is in yes sir welcome back dj focus dice gamble you tap back into the fix your source of faith infused hip-hop r&b and poetry right here on sirius xm channel 154 holy culture radio and y'all know what time it is it's time for our spiritual detox and dice we got a we got a special one today you know you know how i am about my sports and you know how i am about my teams don't yes, play games i'm not uh i'm born and raised <laughs> let's be very clear everybody who don't know me let me let me just reintroduce myself i'm born and raised cleveland ohio okay. i'm all about our teams don't don't talk about my brownies don't talk about my calves don't talk about my guardians and and <laughs> Leave OHIO out the way. I promise you, put some respect on that. Uh, so yeah, I'm excited. We uh, we get a chance to talk about faith and sports today. Mm-hmm. And uh, listen, oh, so I you know I, you know I feel a certain way because he, he played he played uh, on, on the team that uh, you know I got some issues with. But we're gonna talk about that. I love him still though. In, in Jesus' name, I promise you, I still love him. But we still got to talk about okay. this whole why he chose to you know go to up there, right? Uh, yeah, up there. Up I, there. I can't even up say there. it. No, no, I ain't gonna start the, the day off that way. But listen, I'm excited to welcome me and listen to super talented former Michigan standout and now Cleveland Cleveland Browns uh, uh, player Dalen Baldwin. What's going on, bro? How you doing today? Man, I'm good, man. I appreciate you coming through kicking it with us this morning. Yeah, no problem. No problem, man. How you been, man? Welcome to Cleveland, man. I appreciate it. Uh, I've been here. Yeah, a little bit. Almost. The, I'm, it's going to be a year in August. Yep. Mm. Yep. I got here like midway through training camp. I came in off a of workout. Uh-huh. Yep. What, what, so, so speak to that dynamic, though, just being an undrafted uh, free agent and being able to sign. Like, because a lot of people who may not know, you still get an opportunity if you don't get drafted. Speak to that Absolutely. a little bit. Um, really, really is about staying patient. Uh, that whole process is pretty tough because everybody obviously want to get drafted, but it, it ain't no spots. It ain't no spots on the team. And uh, it's really about what you do when you get there. For me, uh, my coach actually came to me about three weeks after I was there. I was doing really well. He was like, Daniel, you was only supposed to be here for a week. Mm. You weren't supposed to be here for long. You know what I'm saying? And for me, that was like, I'm going to implement God right now. Like, I literally, I prayed over my plays. I prayed every day before practice. I paid every night. Like, and when I was remembering my plays, I didn't I didn't mess up. I didn't have an MA, like a missed assignment, until about week eight into the season. So it was just uh God just playing through me, honestly. Like people don't understand that, like it's not me. <laughs> so um that's that was it was definitely a tough process, but I'm happy I, I stayed on the team. I was on practice squad most of the year last year. Got one game active against the Ravens. I had number 17. Now I got 87 now. So it's been going well. That's awesome. Listen, you're talking about foundation and prayer and all these things. Uh, where did that come from? Like, who taught you that? So, man, this uh, I went to church a little bit as a kid. My mom is a uh, is is a Jehovah Witness, so I went to the Kingdom Hall a little bit as a kid. Nothing too crazy. I was in their sleep, like I wasn't in there paying attention. I'm gonna be honest with you. Um, so when I got to college around my freshman year, yeah, my freshman year, my coach uh, Ron Dickerson Jr., who was like my spiritual mentor to this day, mm-hmm. um. He kind of was spoon feeding me just a little bit at a time, not really forcing on me, but just saying like, "Hey, oh, turn to turn to the Bible, turn to the Bible." All right, cool. I didn't really pay too much attention to it. Sophomore year, um, 
at Morgan State, I'm not doing as well as I wanted to. Mm -hmm. I was there, but I wasn't doing well for real. And that was my only uh, one division one offer. So wow. that's where I went. Um, so I followed him down to Jackson State. He was my receiver coach. He went down there to be the OC. And I couldn't play the first season there because I had to sit out because I transferred. And this before the transfer rule came through. And I got depressed. And he was like, all right. <laughs> I literally came to God. I said, look, if you real, I need you to show me right now because I ain't got too much more left. Like, that was literally the conversation that I had with him. Mm -hmm. And from there on out, he just slowly but surely showed me that he real. Uh, showed me that he's like, he's here with me. He's been with me this entire time, honestly. And um, shortly after, he kind of let me know that I was going to go to the NFL. Even though I didn't have the stats that everybody else got, like, in all honesty, my college stats in total probably was like one season of somebody else's college stats. Mm -hmm. So um, it was just took a lot of faith, and I understood like what he was doing in my life, and I just kind of let him really take control. Ups and downs between that time, but yeah. I really let him truly take control of my life. Listen, thanks That's for awesome. sharing. Thanks for sharing that. That's super dope. Yeah. Um, I, I do want to go back though. You know, speak a little bit more to the mental health part of it because I, I heard you say you were depressed, mm -hmm. yeah. and we talk about mental health all the time yeah. on the show. Like, what did you really do? So, like, outside of the spiritual yeah. element, did you seek therapy? Uh, nah, I ain't even seek no therapy. Okay. Uh, that Bible was my therapy. There, you that go. Was okay. like there the, we go. That was like the <laughs> healing that I needed for real, and it was. <laughs> it's funny because it was contradicting, but I also. The main things like I tell people who are like are going through depression, stay out your room, mm -hmm. be around people. Mm -hmm. mm. Um, I was doing a Bible study, I will always go out on the plaza, I sit and read a book, which I was able to observe a lot and just really be quiet and be patient for real, for real. But being in my room didn't help at all because you're closing yourself in, you're leaving yourself in this environment. If I was in my room, I was playing a game or I was sleep. That was the only time I was really in my room. I tried to stay in my room as much as possible. Um, but for me, man, I just kept praying. Just like kept praying. I got really close to God, man. Like every day, it got clo I got closer and closer to God, and that's what helped me. And um, yeah, a lot of people do this when they're down. They get close to God. When they up, they kind of fade away from Him. So mm. that's what I did when I was do doing good in football. I kind of fade away a little bit, <coughs> and not as far as me re uh, watching my sermons and doing certain things, but just listening to the commandments, doing things that I know I shouldn't be shouldn't have been doing. You know what I'm saying? So that was a big thing. That's good. That's good. No, I appreciate you sharing that. A lot of people need to hear that message about depression. I mean, when you're talking about fame and you're talking about playing uh, any type of game, everybody just thinks you're on at, on a high all the time. So nah, thank you. Man. Thank you for being transparent. It's definitely not that. Yeah. yeah. So 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 how did you end up in Michigan? You know, you at Jackson State. How did you end up in Michigan? So um, when I was at Jackson State, kind of had some disagreements with the coaching staff. I don't talk too much about it. I didn't like how they treated the guys that was there with me because there was a new staff that came in when I was with uh, the staff Deion Sanders had. Right. Like, mm -hmm. he had came in after. I didn't like the way he was treating the guys that was there already. And I'm a big, big person on if somebody show you who they are, believe them. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, I knew I wasn't going to stay there after that season was over with. Mm -hmm. um, or, honestly, before the season even ended. Um, I got in a transfer portal and my name blew up. And mm -hmm. the biggest thing that Michigan actually told me was, well, out of everybody in the transfer portal, you didn't have anything bad about you. Mm. Out of everybody. Like, you treated everybody well. Nobody had anything bad to say. Random. Like, I'm like, dang, that's crazy. Like, but also, I do treat people well. Like, I, don't, I don't disrespect people. You know what I'm saying? And no matter what they do to me, I don't disrespect people. Mm. So, um, they had offered me, um, when I say Ohio State had offered me first. I went to Penn State, Ohio State, and Michigan in a three-day span. So, I went from 
being at HBCU to seeing three of the biggest college stadiums in a, in a three day span. So that was that was a blessing. And, and what happened? I was thinking that you did. I worked out. I worked out there. I was there and everything. But I was I was being real with myself, and I couldn't go from being a star player to not playing. And they had. And I'm gonna be honest with you. There's no way you're moving around your three top draft picks, and they got another one coming up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's no way. It's no way you're gonna tell me honestly. You about to tell me I'm gonna get the ball. And it was just that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. I, like I had to. That. I had to measure that in. It's and, okay. Uh, focus. It took. Like I said, it would have took a lot for me because, in all honesty, that's my dream school. Mm. Like I, it was business. It was a business decision to go to Michigan, and also I prayed to God. I'm like, look, don't I don't want to chase no stats or nothing because I could have went to a Kent State, a Mac school, mm-hmm. cut up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I had two thousand yards receiving, something crazy. You know. Mm-hmm. So, um, for me, I was like, let uh, take me to a place that's gonna make me the best version of me and make me the best football player I could be. Wow, that's, that's good. A good that's and good. when that's I did, when I when I like sat down and really thought about it, I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna go to Michigan. And honestly, didn't turn out how I wanted it at all, but I knew it, it built me for something else, and it allowed me to really attest to my faith and I remember this specific thing to where I had to speak on my faith and speak on like what happened um, it was a freshman who was starting above me that game my boy Andre Anthony he at Oklahoma now um, he came to me he was like hey Dale Dalen like do you do you feel like dude's gonna feel a certain way that I'm starting and stuff like that I'm like look first of all don't ask nobody else that question because they gonna hate on you nine times out of ten that's what people do mm-hmm. and I'm like look bro God told me my junior year when I was at Jack State he told me I was gonna go to the league bro you good just go ball mm-hmm. like you know what I'm saying and that was probably one of the first times I really spoke on my faith and really believed everything that I said mm-hmm. and I held on to that promise and he, he delivered listen and stay right there we're we gonna yeah. come back to that. that that's good because we gotta talk a little bit more about Jack State listen mm-hmm. DJ Focus Dice Gamble you tapped into the fix right here on Sirius XM channel 154 we gotta go to a quick break we coming right back with more from Dalen Baldwin keep it locked you tuned into the fix and the fix is in Music. Empowering conversations. Holy Culture Radio. Welcome back, DJ Focus, Dice Gamble. You tap into the fix right here on Sirius XM Channel 154, Holy Culture Radio. Listen, we still got Cleveland Browns wide receiver Dalen Baldwin kicking it with us. So, Dalen, we got to talk about it, man. Um, talk about the dynamic of going to Jackson State, being around Deion Sanders, because I know you were around him for a little bit, right? So, mm-hmm. like, I think a lot of people, you know, we see what we see on Instagram and what's posted, but mm-hmm. what was that environment and that culture like, really, like being in that locker room with Deion and him being so inspirational? Okay. Yeah, yeah, let's go in. Come on. Exclusive. Wait a minute. Nah, keep the fuck in. Nah, it got it got its goods and its bads to it. It was okay. it was some things that I did like, some things I didn't like. It obviously was like, all right, you got one of the greatest football players. You have the greatest football player ever. Mm-hmm. Honestly, yeah, yeah. Come on. In all honesty, he he revolutionized the sport for having that swag, you know what I'm saying? Damn. That playing that being yourself mm-hmm. and really balling. Yeah. So Dance uh, running, let's be very clear. Who can high step fifteen yards and you can't catch him? Yeah, yeah. yeah no, you already know. He's the greatest. He's one of the greatest ever, man. And yeah. um, it was definitely a crazy having around. It was probably what well, we probably had that spring. I had a, I played that spring season, so it was probably like six, seven games. Probably about, it took me about game four, game five to understand. Okay, he really my coach. It's yeah. cool. Like, <laughs> but you would just walk past the locker room, you just see him, you stare like, bro, that's really Deion Sanders. He really coaching me, bro. Right. Like, it's crazy. Right. So. Um, it was definitely like a starstruck moment uh, of understanding, like, oh, that's that's really that's really him, you know. And uh, that was the upscale up part of it. He was also fixing things around when I was there, which I didn't really get to experience everything fixed already. He was mm. fixing a lot of things, make sure we was eating in the right spots, making sure the dorm was treating us right, making sure we had places to stay. He was trying to he was trying to fix a lot of stuff, but in all honesty. Um, 
I didn't reap the benefits of it and like I didn't get the best treatment out of it either. So mm -hmm. I didn't like I didn't like how I don't how I'm being treated, bro, matters to me. I don't care. Like you could say, oh, you gotta you better appreciate what you got. What? Yeah. <laughs> you tripping. Like I ain't gonna lie to you. I don't I don't be, I don't believe in that because we should as humans, we should hold ourselves to a higher value, to a higher standard of things. So um when I was leaving, they was basically telling me they want to like partial my scholarship. Like when I was when I was when I was there, that's what really made me leave. I'm like, man, y'all crazy. Y'all looking at me crazy. I just gave y'all my best season that I had in college football ever. Wow. And six and, and seven games, six games, I had like five, thirty, and seven touchdowns. So like I'm balling. I'm like, what you mean? Mm. And I didn't like that. And I'm like, look, bro, I don't stand for. Like I stand on my word. I stand on my business. My mama not paying for school, and I'm not paying for school. You tripping? Mm. I'm out of here. I went to go get whatever offer that I wanted. And a lot of the offers didn't even come through because I committed to Michigan so fast. But Utah had called me. Auburn had called me. Which mm -hmm. my bad. Okay. Every school I think of had called me. But um, like any other coach, he treated some of his players better than the others. Like in all honesty, mm -hmm. uh, I didn't like that. And like I said, you show me who you are, I'm going to believe you. And, and that's generally what it was. But I had a great time there understanding that some people did appreciate the little things that he did understand and just appreciate him coming there you know what i'm saying but i had a bigger dream for myself i had a bigger journey for myself i feel like i also feel like it's some guys who end up leaving jack state who never got an opportunity to play mm -hmm. again some guys that he kind of kicked off the team never got another opportunity to play again and i don't like that that hurt me because some of those guys only offers was jackson state but you bring five four stars guys in here who got who got opportunities to go to other schools already bro they, mm. they at other schools or they big, at bigger schools or, or they're going to bigger schools. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Some guys only offer is going to be Jackson State. And I feel for those guys because I'm one of those guys. You yeah. get what I'm saying? I'm the back end guy. I'm the guy one division will offer kind of came in off a of workout, you know, yeah. and you got all these guys. You bringing all the front runners in mm. to me personally. And I and don't get me wrong. Some of those guys are my, are my homeboys to this day. Yeah. I still mess with them, but I don't like the way he did it, you I know, think. and the way that he portrayed to um, portray to. I'm going to get HBCU guys a chance. Well, you just bring a bunch of five stars and four stars here. That's all you did. <laughs> you didn't get the HBCU guys a chance. And I didn't like that personally. So it's all, I just want anybody to know who's hearing this, it's personal. It's not about what he did and what he's doing for HBCU because he did a lot and he's done a lot. Mm -hmm. But I personally did not like it. That's that's, the, that's my piece on it. Did you get a chance to talk to him before you leave? Or have you had, had an opportunity to, you know, just talk? Because I, I feel like you, you speak passionate and I feel like yeah. you need some closure on that. Maybe I'm hearing it different, but... Yeah. You, nah, you, I ain't get to speak to him. I ain't need no closure on it. No. <laughs> Good. I'm fine. I know I know where I stand. I, I, I know where I'm supposed to be at. I know where God lead, led me to. And I had to sit down and really pray on it. I was mentally... Like, I was in a mental bond because a lot of people around me were saying, you should stay. A lot of people around me saying, you know, you should leave because they're, yeah. they're trying to do this. Like, everybody like, well, you running, blah, blah, blah. What you, what I'm running from? Mm. You tripping. I hold myself to a higher standard than you. That's the only thing you don't understand. So I had to really understand it's my life. And everybody can put their two cents in. But I had to understand and I had to go my journey, you know. And I'm here now. So it worked out for the best. Yeah, it did. I'm just, I'm just in awe because everybody doesn't have that drive. Everybody doesn't have that separation to mm -hmm. say, okay, yeah, I got a, I got a superstar coach. You know, I, I know I could stay here. I could do A, B, and C, but this is not where I should, I feel it on the inside. Everybody doesn't have that. And I know you got a lot of pushback, like you just said, from your family and friends. Like, how did you deal with that? Like, how did you share with them the same thing you just shared with us? Like, uh, I looked them in the eyes. I said, I told them what God told me. If you got anything to say about that, Keep it, keep it pushing I'm good I don't need to hear your two cents I'm telling you what God told me to do it was funny so my mom's my biggest supporter but she's like my 
she's my uh, fact checker. So she going she gonna question me mm -hmm. to make sure I'm really standing on what I believe. You get what I'm Shouts saying? Shouts out to all the moms. Come on, I just shout, say, happy shout out to my moms. Once again, mom, everybody's mom. For real though. And it was like, and it was like, um, I was actually waiting to get the call from Cleveland, mm. and I had XFL, CFL, I had a whole bunch of other opportunities, USFL, and I'm like, they were coming, they were going, they were coming, they were going. I'm like, and they were just weren't working out, and I'm like, yo, I'm supposed to be patient right now, mm. like I'm like she's, but she also seeing me mentally messed up, not being able to practice, and it's camp starting for the, for the NFL, and I'm and I'm hurting, like wow. you know what I'm saying, like mental breakdowns, everything, and she like, no, nah, but a, mo a mom's. This is what I had to understand. A mom's instincts is to save her child. So right. get her out of this, get him out of this immediately and get him somewhere to be happy. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, no, like God put you in a storm. Like, no, sometimes you got to sit in there. Yeah. You can't just, you can't just up and leave. No, sometimes you got to sit in there. I sat in there and I waited. Cleveland called. Tell my mom and dad, I'm like, I'm not coming back. I'm telling y'all right there. I'm not coming back. It's over with. I'm going and I'm going to be here for the rest of the season. Wow. So they had to bring my clothes down there a couple months later after camp ended. <laughs> That's, That's awesome. You know, you, you speak so powerful about your faith and I thank you for sharing that. Yeah. You know, have you ever got some, have you gotten any kickback from that for, for being so bold about speaking about your faith? I know you in locker rooms. I know you're around, you know, a little bit mm -hmm. of everybody. Uh, have you ever gotten any kickback saying, you know, why do you speak so boldly about your faith so much? No, not any kickback, honestly, but it's been like, Moments where it'd be like, well, they don't, they just don't believe in what I believe. But when you really like look at look at the Bible, it's certain people who do get kickback, but it's certain people who don't get no kickback, and people believe exactly what they're saying. Yeah. Um, being around, I got a couple of other guys in my locker room as well who who believe in who believe in God, who believe in Jesus, and and it definitely helps having guys like that around who really read the Bible. So I have a conversation with them. I'm learning a lot because mm -hmm. a lot of them are older than me. Yeah. So I'm really like being patient. Like, oh, dang, all right, cool. Like I'm learning these different things. I'm like, this is this mm -hmm. is interesting. But I, I never really got any kickback for the most part. I kind of been helping God people ever since I, I the last podcast that I had. I dropped a little snippet of that and. A lot of people been coming to me asking like to help me mentor them and stuff like that. So that's been the biggest blessing for real. Like I just been talking about like after I leave practice, I pretty much talk about God all day. We're just talking about different verses, different like what, what God can do for you in your life, like whatever it may be. That's been the biggest blessing. I haven't got too much kickback, honestly, though. So, so, so you said something on, on the podcast. I got to bring it back up because uh -oh. we talk about relationships all the time. <laughs> on here. Yeah. So I got to bring it back up. So, Definitely. you know, for, for, for you, when was that moment where you felt like, okay, there was a certain standard of woman that you choose to date? Like, how do you go about courting and dating? Talk about the process a little bit. Well, right now I'm in a, a season of singleness. So like I've been understanding for a long time. I was always talking to somebody. I was dealing with if somebody. If y'all don't hit this man, catch <laughs> The man yeah, say, listen, I'm, 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 I'm single and I'm good. And I'm good. Stay where you're at, Jazzy. Stay where you're at, Jazzy. <laughs> uh, man. No, but I was... Um... I was in and out of a lot of relationships, never really healing, just just jumping from one girl to the next, doing whatever I really wanted for a long time. And I never understood that I really need to be single and be on my own. And and I really just came to that realization over really the last couple months. Just, just really left the relationship I was in, dealing with. And like from there on, I'm like, look, I know I need to be single. So I'm really just enjoying that, understanding who I am and understanding and don't get me wrong, I have a great understanding of who I am, but it's really about that relationship with God. So I've been like focused on that and that's been my relationship. So it's another wow. thing that happened after that podcast had dropped. My DMs was going crazy. <laughs> yeah, I know they DMs was. Going crazy, right? I know they was. So like it's funny because that never happens unless I'm in a relationship. Then I had really dawned on I'm like, I'm in a relationship with God. That's why wow. this happening. Nice. Like <laughs> this never really happens unless I'm in a relationship with a, with a, with a woman. Mm. That's the only time my DMs look like that. 
and it was just funny because I'm like, I'm really in a relationship with God and we really locked in on this thing, you know? So that's been the biggest thing. But um, when I came to that realization of understanding that I needed a, a different woman is when I understand that I was different. Mm. I'm not like everybody else. Like I'm not the normal dude. I can't um, do the normal things that people do. I can't go out and party all the time. I can't do that. I don't feel right. Yeah. People say like, well, why don't you go out like that? Honestly, and I don't know how many people don't believe this, but in the room full of people, I feel lonely when I'm in clubs. Wow. Mm. I feel lonely. Like I'm not supposed to, I know I'm not supposed to be there. Yeah. It don't feel right yeah. to be there, yeah. honestly. Even if it don't, even if it does feel right to be there, I know I'm not about to be there for long. There I'm go. there to support somebody and I'm, I'm going to head the other way. But I don't feel right just being in there, being in the club, just chilling. Mm. <clears throat> so. Yeah, so let's talk about this season. <laughs> what can we expect, uh, you know, getting ready? I know you guys are just, you know, in training camp and getting things together shortly here and there. Mm. What what can we expect from the Cleveland Browns this year? Um, man, we, we come in championship, man. I feel like let's we got, go. I, know. I feel like we really got that. Like, okay. We, we got a good team. We got good chemistry building chemistry building immaculate right now like that's the biggest thing i'm seeing like as a team we together it's not spread out to not a whole bunch of individuals but as a team we just truly together which um i don't think we had that last year mm. not not in all in all honesty i don't think we really truly had that and um then deshaun coming back like yeah we got we added some full pieces. season this yeah, year full Let's season go. we added some pieces at receiver um Man, we 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 want to do something here. I ain't gonna lie. We, got, we added some we added some guys who got super got Super Bowl championship experience as well. Uh, Juan Thornhill, um, mm-hmm. one of our linebackers too. I think he came from. He was at LA, then he's at Houston, I think, or vice versa. So one of our linebackers too. But I think we had some championship experience in there. I think we got something going for real. I'm gonna be honest. What's that one game you looking forward to? If, if, if your name is called, you know, get in. What, 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 do you do you got a, a already like a rival team that you're looking forward to play against? Nah, I'm 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 a dude. I'm, I'm just gonna hit it like <laughs> I hit it as it goes. So okay, I'm I'm trying to make active roster right now. Me personally, okay. So okay. I'm head. I'm I'm looking at preseason. I got Hall of Fame game. Ain't nobody gonna be here. Ain't nobody else gonna be playing. It's gonna be it's gonna be us on that field. And I know I got to show out. So I'm looking at them preseason games more than anything. I go against my boy. Um, one of my boys, Nick Whiteside, he played for Washington. He a corner. Okay. He a corner. So I, that's that's childhood. That's childhood. Did you text him already? Tell him it's over. You yeah, tell him, you no, tell him it's over. We, we've been, talk, we've been talking about it. When I see you. Yeah, right, right. yeah, we've been talking about good jersey swap, all that. But I I, I definitely got to see him. And uh, just just really balling out those preseason games and making sure uh, the team see my value and understand that I belong here and I need to be here. Mm-hmm. You know, so. That's the biggest thing I'm on right now. What's that one inspiration you can give to to to, uh, to a, a, a player who's you know young, maybe 10, 12 years old, aspiring to be where you are? Like, what's that one advice piece you would give them? It's a lot. It's a lot I can say. Um, the biggest thing I say is work hard. It says plain as day in the Bible: hard workers are rich, lazy are poor. Mm. Work hard. Work hard at what you do. Um, give your faith to give your faith to God. And um, don't let nobody tell you you can't do it. Uh, when I was I was around a lot of people who told me I can't do it. Coming up through little league, I didn't. Oh, you can't catch. You put me at. They put me at tackle. Oh. I, couldn't, I couldn't catch little league. I played O line my whole my first eight years of football. Are played, you serious? I played O line. I know how to block for real. Let's call yeah. the coach. <laughs> call the coach. Yeah. So uh, I couldn't like. I get to my high school. It's like, oh well, we think you should be DB. I get to my second high school. One of my coaches talked bad about me to another college coach. That happened too. Uh, some of my teammates around me in high school told me I ain't good. They told me I ain't going. I made it farther than all of them. 
Mm. So it's 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 been that, and I'm still cool with them. Some I'm mean, with some of them to this day. I didn't need them to see the vision. I'm not mad at them for not seeing the vision. There we go. But just understand, like, yeah, you told me I couldn't do, and I did it better than you. Mm. What would you have told yourself ten years ago? Uh, Believe in God. <laughs> I, I wasn't I wasn't there. I, if I could have had this one, I would have been all right. You could have slowed that process all the way down. Could have been a lot, a lot smoother. I think. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Actually, I knew it would have been a lot smoother with him. Wow. That's, that's the biggest thing because all the, all the things I had been through as a kid, I could just be like, all right, mm-hmm. God is in control. He's doing this for a reason. Whatever. Now I got to figure it out. Now that's my approach to everything. Whenever God doing something, any little like new thing, even if I'm sitting in traffic for too long and I know I'm about to get frustrated, mm-hmm. while well, God doing it, all right, we're working on patience right now. Let me just relax. You know. <laughs> man, my man got it figured out, man, at okay. a young age, man. We appreciate you coming through, rocking with us this morning. Yeah. Tell the people how they can connect with you, follow you on all your social media platforms. Do you have any mm-hmm. other, uh, anything else you tied to, any nonprofit or anything mm-hmm. else you want to shout out? You writing a book? <laughs> nah, I ain't, I ain't doing any of that. Okay. Not yet, anyway, man. Okay. I'll, I'm going to slowly but surely get down the road. The, the biggest thing is that. Uh, another thing about being a hard worker like uh, I was listening to Chris Broussard and I was talking and we was talking you have to be a hard worker to glorify God because we won't be able, you won't be able to if you're not so nobody nobody questions LeBron James if he talks about God nobody questions Steph Curry if he talk about God mm-hmm. but if you if you if the dude on the end of the bench start talking about God and they tell him not to and he don't they cutting him <laughs> that's blatantly what it is so Chris Broussard talked I mean, spoke out about God on uh, uh was they were talking about a uh, um LGBTQ uh, thing and he was like look I don't believe in any form of fornication and that's what he said mm-hmm. and I'm like okay um, I respect that but he also this is what happened he left where he was at he got paid more he got a better show he got a bigger, better segment and that's something for for me is like he spoke firm on his faith no he didn't get the result that he wanted mm-hmm. but he ended up getting something even better wow. and and that's the that's a huge thing for me because I'm like I'm seeing you seeing that in the flesh and I've seen him at a conference down in uh, Dallas and I got to meet with him and he's a great guy so it's a, it's like like things like that to where you just stand on your faith mm-hmm. so no, that's good, yeah. and I appreciate you bringing that up because yeah. we're we're all for we're not for like disrespecting anybody yeah. or not any type of discrimination. Mm-hmm. But we all. do believe, to your point, I, we can agree to disagree, and yeah. if I have a different opinion on it, that doesn't mean I'm disrespectful to you or discriminating against you. So mm-hmm. I agree with you wholeheartedly. Listen, <laughs> DJ Focus Dice Gamble. Listen, uh, we appreciate y'all rocking with us. We got to go to a quick break. Keep it locked. You tuned into the fix, and the fix is in. Holy culture, holy culture radio. Healing, hope, and how-tos. Welcome back. DJ Focus, Dice Gamble. You tap back into the fix right here on Holy Culture Radio. It's time for our Real Talk conversation. And uh, Dice, we uh, what we got going today? <laughs> Ooh, child. Well, honestly, Focus, I had never seen this article like, that, that you just happened to bring to my attention mm-hmm. um, about this lady who believes that God has kind of instructed her to be on OnlyFans. Oh, Lord. And she earns $1.8 million a year stripping on OnlyFans. And she believes this is what God wants her to do. She's a Christian woman from Colorado. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nita Marie, 45. She's, she's 45 years old and she has made $1.8 million a year. <laughs> so, I, I mean, this is tough. I, I, I This is a tough one for me 
because here's the thing you can't say what god has told somebody to do or not do the only thing you can say is what we believe in god's word the instruction is about holiness modesty you know not uh allowing others to fall into temptation or trip them up so there are a few red flags here straight out the gate of what's going on i mean I don't know. We were just having that little conversation off air focus and uh, you made a comment about not believing that singles should be involved in something like this. And and my, my comment was, what are, and I didn't, I, we couldn't finish it because we was like, no, nah, let's just get into it. My question is, what are singles doing while they're being single? Um, you talking about far as sexually? Yeah, like what are they doing? Nothing, nothing. The Bible is clear that you were supposed to stay a virgin, and I know. Listen, let's be very clear. I didn't, I didn't, I did not do that either. Let's be very clear. I had sex before marriage. I had a baby out of wedlock, but let's be very clear. I was out of God's will, from what I believe, from a biblical standpoint. I'm not telling anybody to do and follow my tracks. No, everybody I talk to, especially when we talk about young, um, you know, young teens, and then even young adults. I'm telling them, keep yourself. You don't want to get these soul ties that I had to not only go to grief recovery for, but also pray off of me. Let's be very clear. Um, Cause yeah, yeah. When you sit down and you have sex, soul ties are exchanged every single time. So when you talk about your body count, them all, all them different soul ties are in you. And I don't believe that God wanted it to be that way. I really believe that God wanted for husband and wife to enjoy themselves for the first time at the honeymoon. Hmm. Let's be very clear from a, a old biblical standpoint, uh, certain fathers used to charge more to the hut, to the fiance. If their daughter was a virgin. Yeah. That means her stake was higher when they had to, the, they, they had the festivals and everything, you know, cause you remember back in those times they had festivals. No, it was like a whole week celebration of yeah. these two coming together. So like, why do we have those principles in the Bible, the Bible that we, we we look past to just do what we I feel like sometimes we're just doing what we want to do. So I, that's why I say, I don't know. How, how does God say something like that to keep yourself remain a virgin until you become married because of all this? But then we flip it and say, no, um, what are singles supposed to do? Listen, absolutely. You supposed to say holy. And, and, and uh, yeah, when it get cold at night, I, yeah, I don't know. Because I didn't, I, one, let's be very clear, I didn't have a, a good relationship with God to mm -hmm. understand it. Me and my wife talk about it, and, and we're we saying this wholeheartedly. If we knew what we knew now, back when we were 16, 17, 18, we both said we would have kept ourselves. No, you call me lame. Yep, I'm the lame virgin. I'm keeping myself for my wife because I understand what God has called me to. But no, a lot of us, that's not that's not our experience. When you talk about how we see, uh, you know, how we were taught scripture, how we were taught how to grow that relationship with God. So, yeah, you know, but I think we have to continue to keep it consistent with preaching what the Bible says, not what we think our feelings should tell people. So maybe that's why I'm just confused with her saying God told her to be uh, promiscuous because uh, because it'd be very clear. It ain't just only fans and people can say what they want. I, I, I would love to look at those stats. Majority of the people who have these only fans are doing other things outside of just in front of that camera too as well for money because now you out there. Now you got celebrities, athletes, artists, entertainers reaching out to you. 
oh, you hot on that. Drake says it all the time in his songs, how he, he meet girls on OnlyFans and fly them out and have one night stands with them. So now you, you, you're doing more than just, you know, do, you know, just uh, in the camera. No, no, you, you, you're doing more than just that. So I don't know. I, you're right. It's a slippery slope, but I just feel like, no, male or female, too. I ain't, I'm not bashing women. Men, too. Men got OnlyFans pages. Men are doing uh, these yeah. different things. Yeah. Men can be prostitutes, prostitutes too as well. I know yeah. we don't talk about it enough, but yeah. no, yeah. Man, man, yeah, you perverting yourself too as well. You supposed to be keeping yourself. You ain't supposed to be having all these women you sleeping with. You a hoe too. But they're not <laughs> sleeping with nobody. So, uh, so <clears throat> this is tough. Yeah. The, the only reason why I say this is tough is you have a group of individuals. Okay, fine. We know. Okay, God doesn't want you to have sex until marriage. This is very evident and clear. And for those of you who have done the research, um, there is a blood covenant uh, that happened on the cross between Christ and 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 us. And there's always going to be a, a blood covering. You know that is why God created a hymen. There is a covering that happens during the first time you have sex. If you have not had sex before, and this is this is the anointing part. God designed it this way. So mm -hmm. no, you should you should not be out here just sleeping with fifty five people before you get married. That's not how he set this thing up. Fast forward to twenty twenty three. That's not the mentality anymore. Not even in church. It's unfortunate. It's not taught. It's not preached. You and I both know nobody is putting down the hammer on that one. <laughs> no pun intended. They're not talking about this. <laughs> Not. I can't stand you. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Like nobody's driving that home. And the only reason why I say that is oh, over the past five years, I have been in different circles of youth groups, youth leaders, churches worldwide. And it always gets like the conversations get really awkward with the youth. And then typically there's always going to be like this statement that's thrown out there where whatever you do, don't fall into sin. You know what I'm saying? Like basically giving that room, that wiggle room for a person to express their sexuality or explore their sexuality without going to sleep with somebody. That mm -hmm. is a, that's a whole vibe nowadays. Like the, I, I'm not making this up and everybody knows that. No, it is. But that's, but that's why I'm like, <clears throat> so when you have situations like this where people are online and they have their little accounts and things like that some people probably do feel like they're not doing anything wrong because they're not sleeping with people you know they're not they're not they are not doing anything but being who they are in the moment which is very very free um <laughs> wait a minute you, no, you call it very honest. very free very very free huh Oh my goodness! Being, I mean, they're being very, very free. Uh, they're they're making money as they're sharing themselves. They feel very confident about their body, so mm -hmm. so they're not afraid of. But guess what? They're not out here, um, you know, at a stadium, you know, sleeping with all the people that lined up. They're just like, look, if you think I'm cute and this is making money and taking care of my bills, I'm not doing anything wrong. You're partaking of this. You came here. You came to visit my site. I didn't come to your site. So it's kind of like I could see how a person could say, "Well, this is caring for. This is taking care of my family." Because here's the thing. Let me give you the stats. I'm not saying it's right. For those right. Who are like, oh, 
it ain't right. Let me let, okay. why you why you why, before you before you throw the stats out. Let me just throw this one scripture out at you, oh, and I hear what you're saying. No, I got it. Yeah, listen, because I promise you, it ain't me. Because let, let's be very clear. You you talking to somebody who came up. Uh, sleeping around, very promiscuous, and uh, okay. yeah, uh, very much paying in them strip clubs. Okay. So you're talking to somebody who was delivered okay. from this. Let's be very clear <laughs> when you talk about sexual mortality. So yeah, I, I, I'm just gonna throw out that First Corinthians, um, six thirteen. Food is meant for the stomach, and the stomach for food, and God will destroy both one, uh, one of the other. The body is not meant for sexual immortality. And if you entice people, you need to hold yourself accountable because God is not pleased with you enticing people. So absolutely right. They're not uh, uh, physically sleeping with people. But let's be very clear. I, I don't know nobody who look at porn. And if you're not either having sex with a person, you masturbating. Let's let, let's let's keep it a let's keep it a hundred. This is this ain't this ain't watching a comedy movie. You, you won't go on OnlyFans and, and yeah, act like you're watching an action flick. You go to OnlyFans when you go to these specific pages because you're horny. Let's be very clear. You're horny and you want to get your fix. Let's be very clear. Yeah, yeah. So you're getting off. So whether you got your toys and you're watching them, because yeah, it's all type of stuff. You're absolutely right. I had these conversations with people too as well. Yeah, they got toy parties where they, they're trying out different sex toys and they're watching OnlyFans and they're watching all these pornos and they're trying out these sex toys. So, mm -hmm. so, so once again, it goes back to, I don't see how God told you to have these sexual fantasy orgies outside of the bedroom. He's very mm -hmm. clear in the bedroom. It's undefiable. Have your fun. I want y'all to have fun. I want y'all to procreate and make babies. Cause that's the other thing too, as well. That's why we got so many baby daddies and baby mamas mm -hmm. from OnlyFans and all this sexual porn and stuff, because everybody's sleeping around. And we ain't got nobody in the households where, where the union is together. The man and the female is at home raising them kids. Mm. So go ahead. What's your stats? Go ahead with your stats. <laughs> well, I was going to go over some of the top earners uh, on OnlyFans. Obviously, we know Black China, who is now Angela. She's gotten off of there. She was $20 million. Uh, Bella Thorne, $11 million. Cardi B, $10 million. Tigger, $7 million. Um, you can, like you said, there are some gentlemen on here uh, as well. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. I, I, we already know we got Erica Mina, five million. Um, Pia Mia, uh, three million. Safari, uh, two million. Like people are making money just being mm -hmm. cute. You know, I would wonder. They probably, money. they probably don't have the, they probably don't have the stat on um, how many of them are actually giving out something substance outside mm -hmm. of sex. Right. Like right. you know, what I'm saying. Like I would love to see that stat. Yeah, because everybody's not on here. <clears throat> like some people are just to your point. Some people are being um, um, who they are, like in the, in the entertainment world, like a model, like they're a model. So they're so they're already kind of like running around half naked. So them switching to a OnlyFans is nothing new, you know. Mm -hmm. um, Car Cardi B, you know. I mean, come on, what, what are we talking about? Yeah, it just makes sense that she would have a OnlyFans account. You know what I mean? And it's not like, she, and there's only so much she's gonna be on there doing. But just the fact she's got a fan base, they're gonna come over there to see a little extra, uh, you know, behind or whatever. Um, and so it, it's a different. Some people are on here for for different reasons, and like you said, there are some people on here who are being encouraging as well. Not a lot of them, but uh, the majority of them. We all know this is this is a sexual site, but I I hate OnlyFans, but I like the idea of OnlyFans versus. Uh, the sex trade. So in America, there's this oh, huge. Because okay, yeah. let me let, let me be honest with you. 
Um, and, and this is like where you kind of like, it's, it's like a pick your poison type of thing because OnlyFans is taking money away from a lot of different governments who do ship uh, humans across the world. And they do it, even as we speak, they're being kidnapped, raped and murdered and thrown into the water. So for me, Facts. Um, I'm like, yeah, have an OnlyFans account and be at home and not out here on these streets trying to, you know, you're going to getting killed. So <clears throat> do, do you think that's the same though? I just want to ask, do you think it's the same? And when I say the same, I don't know. You know, that's why we got to pull some stats up. See, if we can pull those up. I would argue when you talk about the sex trade, you're absolutely right. But I would argue a lot of those kids or adults are snatched. It's not like they're doing it because if they want to, they've been snatched. Um, we know a lot of them. Um, they, they hook them on drugs and they force them. Like you say, to do those videos or, you know, unfortunately be, you know, uh, be used. So that's almost like rape. You know, that's almost like kidnap rape. And, you know, cooking me on drugs and forcing me to do this compared to, you know, these people on OnlyFans, they, they're choosing to do this. Like, no one's yeah, holding yeah. a gun in your head. Nobody snatched you and took you to Russia or some other country. You see what I'm saying? But, but a lot of the women, and this is something, and I, one day I want to have one of my good girlfriends on here because she made it out of this uh, sex trade industry. A lot of those people are already in environments that are promiscuous. So they're going to parties, they're escorts, they're working yeah. in strip clubs, they're in groups with their girls, they get, and then they, yeah. So, so they had already put themselves, you know, in a position to kind of be taken advantage of. So when they get, uh, somebody shoots them up with heroin and drags them off and they're missing for a week, nobody's looking for them, you know? So I'm just saying like, <clears throat> and I'll, I, I want to say this to say here, uh, the porn industry generates, uh, more income than the combined revenues of a, BC, NBC, CBS, the NFL, the NBA, and the NBL. And they generate between $15 billion to $97 billion a year. So when you talk about an industry that's making $97 billion a year, then you have OnlyFans comes around and they are officially now snatching $12.5 billion to $15 billion dollars a year out of that bucket so this is what i'm saying like i'm not saying they're either one of these are good but what i'm saying is when you tell a person who doesn't mind giving themselves away you're like hey why don't you just get professional and go get your camera and the light and then set up a paypal you know or whatever it is and do it that way for your safety it's different it's different and it's changing the game so <clears throat> I'm, I'm that's why i said i'm not I'm not here for either one of them, but I can see the safety aspect in having OnlyFans versus you out here on the street trying to go out with your girls at night to get $2,500 from just showing up at a party. So there's a safety aspect of it. Um, and I'm not saying it's right. I'm not saying it's right, but I, I just, I get it. I get it. And then even for the singles folks, like I, like I was asking you, like, what are they doing to keep themselves? Because here's the thing. Some people, they are, and you, you said it before. You were ignorant, you and your wife. Y'all were young. You didn't know any better. So you have a lot of young, ignorant, myself included, you know, who just didn't know. But it's like, instead of going out of the house and sleeping with 50 people, they'll go on here and watch somebody on the thing. Like, so I'm like, that's why I said, what are, what are, what are the singles doing? Like, it's only going to be one of two things, you know, either you're going to go find somebody to cuff or boo them up and bring them home for one night stand. Or you become a fan, 
You know what I'm saying? Like, like it's, it's, that's what I said. It's a, or, or, or you can wait, you can wait on God. You, but that's what I'm saying. Like, it's okay to stand on the principle, but we don't do it enough. So that's why we got OnlyFans. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, DJ Focus, Dice Gamble. Uh, as you see, this conversation went <laughs> off the chain today. Uh, we got to go pay some bills. We'll be right back with closing thoughts. Keep it locked. You tune into the fix. And the fix is in. Yep, and we back. DJ Focus, Dice Gamble. You tap back into the fix. Your source for faith infused hip hop, RB, and poetry. Just coming off a music set. And uh we, yeah, it's been real dice, but I don't know. That com conversations today was off the hook. I, I think they didn't tweeted everybody. They didn't they didn't shout it out everybody. We didn't had our our little bro uh Dalen Baldwin on here from the Cleveland Browns and uh he he said a lot of stuff straight. He said what he had to say. Yeah, he, he said was what not he had playing to say. any games, pulling no punches. I'm here, I'm playing ball, I'm trusting God. Next mm-hmm. question. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, okay. no, 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 it's real. Next question. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love the fact that he he, he spoke about uh, his mom, you know, growing up being a Jehovah Witness. Mm-hmm. And he kind of went over there at practice until he got uh, away to high school a little bit, going into college. Mm-hmm. And then that's when uh, he started to be discipled by one of his coaches. Yeah. And that's when he said he really found like Jesus Christ for himself, a real relationship for mm-hmm. himself. And uh, shouts out to him too as well. My man played at uh, Jackson State with uh when the legendary Deion Sanders was there and, uh, Come on now. you know, I- I'm praying for some closure. I know he said he don't need no closure, but I feel like it needs to be a conversation had between him and Deion <clears throat> at some point. Because I think uh, I was- when, a- when a player feels that way, like, <laughs> come on. But but he ain't the only one. And everybody knows. I- so let's be honest. Growing up, we were like, first of all, Deion is like the uh, Denzel Washington of football. Like, you know what I'm saying? There's nothing to talk about, you know, but there's always been a rumor about his attitude. There's always been a rumor about his arrogance. Let's be honest. There's always been a rumor about some of the choices he's made. And he's been vocal on different platforms about this as well. But I, but there also been like a many, many positive video that was put out concerning what he was doing. So it's like, I would like to have him on the show to kind of hear his perspective on some of the choices he's made and why he's made those just to get clarity. Not that he owes anybody anything, but it would be nice for him to come on here and say, okay, yeah, there's probably been a little bit of a misunderstanding, but hey, this is why I did A, B, and C. So yeah, no, I I love that people can voice their opinions. And like you said, all the time, folks, we can agree to disagree. Um, But yeah, no, mm mm-mm. It's good stuff. It was a great interview. And day. I'm really proud of him, especially as a young man and just being focused on the Lord and saying, no, be where you are, not just where you see superstars, not just where you see money, like be where you know God is leading you. And a lot of young athletes don't have that. They don't have that. It's just like trying to go where they think that, you know, this is the money bag. This is the bag. It's like, don't go where the bag is. Go where God is leading you. That's where the bag will be. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's good. Absolutely. Definitely go and definitely trust God. If you say you call yourself a believer, you got to make sure you got God in the mix because you can get caught up in so much, especially you listen, they they put everything in front of them. There's nothing, no drug, no woman, no man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's be very clear that they can't access at any given time. So you got to be prayed up. You got to have a real relationship with God. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I, 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 I think, um, to your point, when you talk about, uh, you know, Dion, you know, saying some of those things in some of those interviews mm-hmm. and we definitely, uh, Dion, uh, Sanders, if you listen, Come we through. definitely want to talk with you. Come through. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think there, you know, I think there should be a balance in between that. Cause I know it's a lot for him too, as well. He has a lot to live up to one, to your point. He is pretty much like the Michael Jordan of, of mm-hmm. football. Mm-hmm. Like 
that's the first. If, if they don't say it off the, the, you might say a quarterback name uh, <laughs> in front of him. But after that, you're going to probably say his name. He's arguably probably the GOAT of football. Let's be very clear. What he Come did on, with uh, how he played defense and Come was on. able to shut down wide receivers and run right. back punt body. returns. Body. Like, yeah, it, it was, yeah. He was dancing, running. Like, it, yeah, it, it, it was effortless. So, yeah. yeah. But we definitely want to talk to him one day. Uh, we definitely going to uh, reach out and see if we get him on the fix. Listen, that's it for us for the day. We got to get mm-hmm. out of here. Uh, tap in tomorrow. Thirsty Thursday. Stop <clears> playing. <throat> uh, our, our brother uh, from uh, H-Town going to stop by tomorrow, Corey Paul. Uh, you ain't going to want to uh, uh, miss this one. We're going to get Corey Paul on the line. Uh, he got new music he working on. And uh, when I tell you, he can tell you about the culture, about the journey. Y'all going to want to hear this conversation. So hop in tomorrow. And uh, you know, Dice, uh, it's Thursday, Thursday. So mm-hmm. I know y'all thirsting for the Lord's righteousness. So mm-hmm. she got another topic for you. <laughs> Keep it locked for that. Hey, go out and be great today, kings and queens. As always, remember to stay focused on turning your negative into a positive. Jesus Christ is always the answer. Kingdom advancement should always be the goal. Mm-hmm. The fix is in. We out. Peace, y'all. What did he say? I missed that. Did you hear something you need to hear in full? Not a problem. Get the podcast and be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a thing. Holyculture.net slash podcast.